1: The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's Station.
0: With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump has other plans and won't be attending this year's annual White House Correspondents
2: Association Dinner. For the third year in a row, President Trump will be a no-show at the dinner attended by White House Correspondents and news organizations.
1: The dinner is so boring and so negative that we're going to hold a very positive rally.
2: The president continually bashes the press, calling it fake news. And once again this year, he'll hold a rally on the night of the dinner. Greg Clugston, The White House.
0: Also, the President Trump in Las Vegas earlier today trying to make the case for Jewish voters to back his re-election. He appeared earlier at an annual meeting of the Republican-Jewish Coalition, which supported his 2016 campaign and is preparing to spend millions on his 2020 effort. Former uh, South Carolina Senator Fritz Hollings died today. He was 97. This is SRN News.
1: Dr. Sebastian Gorka reaches across the aisle.
3: You have to shed a tear for rachel maddow maddow lost half a million viewers from the monday before the report was deposited yeah she must be depressed rachel we can
1: cheer you up because we're winning america first with dr sebastian gorka afternoons at 2 on am 1280 the patriot intelligent radio
0: This time every single Saturday and Sunday, it is the Narn at the Northern Alliance Radio Network here on AM 1280, The Patriot. And back to the uh, show after this check-in on your forecast. Cloudy skies yet uh, through this afternoon, low 60s, more rain, thunderstorms tomorrow. That all clears up by Monday, sunny and 67. You got a chance to take a bunny-eye view at our nation's capital. AM1280thepatriot.com, click Fan Club, and you could win a copy of Marlon Bundo, A Day at the Nation's Capital, our Book of the Month.
4: The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, is Mitch Berg. My blog, is shotinthedark.info. My program, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, going on year 16 now, officially 16 years, uh, one month into it right now of dominating Twin Cities weekend radio. We are going to have a celebration shortly of our 10th anniversary because we have procrastinated that long. That's just, uh, we've got more important things to do. We've got. We've got uh, truth to wield. We've got uh, minds to change. We've got hearts and minds to influence. Uh, Who's got time to party? Well, this, I don't know, I figure... In June or so, when the cigar patios start opening up, we will have time uh, to, to party, as, as they say. I hate verbing that word, but I just did it. Uh, again, uh, don't tell my first editor. Uh, with us uh, for the first time since our last appearance, I think it was two years ago last month, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah uh, Kara Schultz from the uh, Burnsville City Council joins us. Kara, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you. You are notable because you are one, uh, I believe you are the only libertarian elected to public office any Anywhere in the state of Minnesota, last I checked, you're making that scrunchy face. That doesn't exactly work on radio, Kara. Where (laughs) am I wrong on this?
5: (laughs) So um, we actually have uh, 10 elected officials in the state of Minnesota. And we represent 205,000 people in the state.
4: Uh, Scattered evenly about the place? Or where where are we talking? Where's the libertarian power base here?
5: More in the metro. Okay. So I have another libertarian who joined me in Burnsville on really? city council. So Excellent. his name is Vince Workman. Okay. Um, so he was elected in 2018. Uh, we have Nick Rowe, who was elected in 2018 in Plymouth. Okay. Um, but then we have uh, other elected officials who are, are a little more scattered throughout. You know, um, one school board, we have a couple mayors, we have um, a few other city council. Um, Roger Paris, again, joined St. Peter City Council. So, yeah. Wow. I know we're we're taking over to leave you alone. <laughs> That's right. Well, and
4: more power to I just and, and I've I've often said it's the best way for libertarians to 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 get their views put out there is to actually seize complete power in a coup and impose an absolute libertarian uh, uh, rule over the country here. I, mean, I have bec- right. become a libertarian tyrant.
5: Exactly. Uh, that's right.
4: Yes. <laughs> the only way Ron Paul was ever getting everything accomplished was to stage a coup and, and f- enforce freedom on the country through a bloody regime of of absolute non-involvement. So this would be right. perfect. Right. So at any rate, so what this is, I mean, is this a, a trend up, down, more or less holding, I mean, you don't hear much about libertarians in office unless I talk with you on the air.
5: Right. Um, So we are trending up um, and we are trending up across the country. So from 2016 to 2018, I believe we added uh, 44 percent more elected um, libertarians in the country. So we are definitely trending up. Right.
4: So where is this? And well, I, I want to get to Burnsville politics sure. sooner than later, among other things. But where is this growth coming from? I mean, I, I'm assuming there's a general sentiment that people want to be left alone by government mm-hmm. more. I have a hunch that the spike in IRS audits during the Obama years must have certainly uh, led a lot of people to the Libertarian Party's doors, as, as it may... I, I know a few people have, have done. Uh, but where... Is there any particular niche of people that you're finding uh, coming to the Libertarian Party other than very smart but somewhat <laughs> dissipated 20-something males?
5: <laughs> right. Um, so what we're finding... I mean yes we, we do have um, a definite increase in and in a target demographic is uh, right around that under 40 mm-hmm. age right um, but that's males and females right Um and as far as you know, if they're refugees from either political party, um, you know, hey, we we accept refugees from both. Okay. Um, once you see the light, we're we're more than happy to welcome you in. Um, but we are seeing um, more people become registered libertarians. We don't have that in Minnesota, where you you know you register when you vote to party affiliation. Right. But in states where they do have that. We are seeing sharp increases in the numbers of registered libertarians. Um, you know, even in uh, like New York, um, we needed 50,000 in a statewide race to get ballot access. And our candidate for governor, Gary Sharp, did way way more than that. So, for the first time ever, New York has ballot access for the Libertarian Party. So, wow. even places where it's been like this real stronghold trying to keep libertarians out, right. keeping them off the ballot, we're making inroads.
4: Now, in New York it actually makes sense because the Republican Party is more like a European conservative party and they're a little bit to the, they're they're probably out there with the DFL in terms of policy, at least the at least the DFL of a few years ago in terms of policy, not today uh and and the conservative party is is the real republicans in new york and libertarian where else do you go if you want to actually fight for any sort of liberty in new york state but but this is a nationwide trend
5: it is a nationwide trend and it doesn't matter if it's texas it doesn't matter if it's new york california illinois ohio florida i mean it doesn't matter it right. doesn't matter the state alabama You know, um, we just had two Libertarians elected in Oklahoma.
4: Now, that doesn't strike me as counterintuitive. I grew up on the plains, and there's a real Libertarian streak throughout the place. But... We
5: also had two just elected in Illinois.
4: Now, that is counterintuitive. Where and to what?
5: Okay, so... Or do you know offhand? I do. Um, So, one was elected uh, treasurer in Harvey City, which is a city of about uh, 33,000. Okay. The other was a city council position also in that area. So, you know, these are really good elected positions um, Mm -hmm. that libertarians are are being elected to. And, um, you know, and whether it's school boards, It is mainly local offices. Right. Okay.
4: Which is a good thing because one of the things that soured me on the Libertarian Party when I left the GOP before going back to the GOP, my four-year stint as a Libertarian Mm -hmm. 20-odd years ago... Is that they were so they, they put whatever efforts they had to the extent that they could mm-hmm. uh, into running for president every time it was everything went into the Harry Brown campaign there was no 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 nothing left over for anything logo everything at the local level, the state level, even even the congressional level was pretty much lip service i mean we we ran uh, warm bodies on the ballot if we could get petition signatures that 's how I wound up running for Congress in two thousand and six against Bruce Vento uh, just been a trivia for you right there hey. but uh, but everything was on the presidential election, which is the pipiest of pipe dreams. I know libertarians want to liber- legalize pipe dreaming as well. Uh, so that's the, But, but making, going from wishing to, uh, to, to reality is a lot harder on the presidential level. And yet you and the 10 other uh, libertarians here in Minnesota are evidence that, in fact, this is something that needs to happen on a more organic uh, ground, uh, ground level scale.
5: Right. Well, and we have candidates that want to run at different levels, and they want right. to run for for different reasons. In some states, we have um, specific candidates running in a race because it's a ballot access race, because right. Republicans and Democrats both try to keep us off the ballot. Right. Our candidates don't just get on the ballot. And so in some states, you have to run a race. Your candidate has to get X percent. Or you can't be on the ballot. Your candidates can't be on the ballot anymore. Right. Um. And that is how it is in Minnesota right now. In Minnesota, for races, like you had to petition. A libertarian can't just be on the ballot. Right. We have to petition.
4: Right, and it's it's a it's a reachable goal, but it is an awful lot of effort for a party that frequently is. Show- I mean doesn't have a whole lot in the way of resources from what I've seen other than well, they occasionally – Well, pat- they yeah.
5: crank the rules tighter and tighter. Oh, so when you can achieve it, then they're like, oh, well, <laughs> we mm. should make this more difficult. Okay. So we'll move the time limit and make it a shorter time limit. Uh, so they do all of these different things. They also have it so that if a person signs the petition, they cannot vote in a primary. Hmm. So. You have now just disenfranchised that person from voting. So they oh. make a person pick. And oh. of course, you can only have registered voters that's, sign your petition.
4: That's a rule now?
5: That is a rule.
4: Uh oh! Yeah, I've, I've been a bad boy at least three <laughs> times now.
5: <laughs> Don't worry; they just strike your name off. Well, uh, okay,
4: I didn't say a thing that. <laughs> it's still there. Oh, for primaries? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I've been voting for primaries and signing petitions, and okay, never mind. Yeah. You never. Know who, well, I do know who's not going to be listening to this station. I guess I'm probably safe right now. Anyway, six five. By the way, if you have any questions for Kara Schultz from the Burnsville City Council, six five one. 289-4488, or join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show. Uh, operators standing by both places. Let's talk about Burnsville. Yes. Last time we talked, two years ago, yes. you had just won a fairly significant victory uh, against a fairly... Petty, passive-aggressive, niggling infringement. That would, refresh the audience's memory here. This was uh, – this was. Ah, I forget what this was. I, it's, I was thinking about it before, and I'm blocking on it right now. The main subject two years ago when we talked was
5: color of houses, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, All right. I, I remember it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so there – yeah, we have – we had a lot of restrictions in Burnsville yes. on – um, aesthetics. Right. They were basically aesthetics, right? Your house
4: could be white or cream.
5: You know, we actually allowed colors, but we were particular about the material and if they were at an angle or vertical or horizontal or, you know, could you could you have two different types of siding? Could you have siding and brick? Could you, you know, I mean, it was just, <laughs> yeah. So it was very, very, you know, microscopic level, but, and it had nothing to do with safety. And so right. we were able to remove those those codes, and
4: I've heard the stories of wolves roaming the streets chasing right. children since this yes. happened. Any upshot from that? I mean, I mean, have there, has there been any pushback to reestablish? No, look, none, none, <laughs>
5: really? none. And in fact, um, now that now that we've we've done that, our our next steps um, are also in the commercial areas, and it's not just looking at the aesthetics. Um, we recently directed staff to drop language so that we could approve it that removes all building height restriction for buildings, commercial buildings in Burnsville.
4: Now, I've never noticed any buildings of any height in Burnsville. Is there some one-story limit
5: in the city? There was like a four-story limit. Four-story limit. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, things needed to be – and we have a couple that are taller than that. But, of course, you know, you have to go before the council and beg, please, right. please, Lord, may I build <laughs> this building taller. So, you know, we're, we're eliminating that. Um, another thing that we're going to be looking at, um, and on this, I, I don't know where the vote's gonna stand, but this is something that we're gonna look at, um, and it seems pretty amenable so far, is we're gonna be looking at taking, um, all of our, our business zoning and just making that all mixed.
4: Really? That seems disturbingly commonsensical, and also, right? yeah. I, what's the situation? I, we don't have a lot of time. Let's right. go into that when we come back. Uh, 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Kyra Schultz from the Libertarian Parties of the Minnesota and U.S., if I recall correctly, both. You're all over the place. Uh, and also, uh, the uh, Burnsville City Council talking about all the things that make Burnsville such a radical place these days. Northern Alliance, Sam Twain, The Patriot, go nowhere.
1: Are you putting your retirement savings in a 401k, IRA, or investment account? Then I have one word of advice. Stop! Experts warn of a stock market crash any day now, and you could lose 50% or more of your hard-earned savings again. But you don't have to lose a penny. There's a better, safer way to save for retirement, and you can learn about it in a free report. This method continues to grow your money even when the market tumbles. To get this free report, go to bankonyourself.com. That's bankonyourself.com. bankonyourself.com.
7: If you want the lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. So don't wait. Call right now for the lowest travel prices anywhere and for great last-minute travel deals, too. Call right now. 800-708-3091. 708 3091 That's 800-708-3091
8: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number for EVRcleaning.com. Remember... Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
9: Little
8: boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of You know I
4: couldn't resist. 651 289 This is AM1280, the Patriot.
3: There's a pink one. And you may be the only
4: city council person in the Twin, one Twin one. Cities. To have a walk-on song,
5: all made out. like they're a major league not. pitcher. Yeah, I like
4: it. I like it. Cool. <laughs> can, yeah. <laughs> can, can anyone and in the, the city of Minneapolis City Council say they've got a walk-on on on song just like a major league, league pitcher? No, here you, you are. That's right. You, you should play it in meetings when you walk in, just sort of like wrestling style. Oh perhaps. yeah, we can yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah really? Are yeah. you free to do that in Burnsville? Let's talk about. Let's talk about some of the things that you've done uh, that you've done in Burnsville since you sure. allowed peop- uh, anarchy to run rampant right. in, in, in in coloring and, and construction of houses.
5: Yeah, so now uh, all of our pets are anarchists. Really? Yes. How so? Our pets are free. How?
4: Uh, like, as in they can smoke weed? What? What can they do? Well, Get carry permits?
5: Well, maybe. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> what we did is we eliminated licensing for pets. It's really? It's really an outdated concept, and we talked about it during city council, and said, You know th- this is just something that doesn't doesn't matter anymore. People right. don't comply with it anymore, right Staff has to deal with it on the few times someone actually does come in and they they wanted to license their pet um so uh. you know the reasons why governments went to licensing pets was all about making sure." Pets had their shots and that type of thing. Right. Well, now people treat their pets like babies. Yeah. Trust me, these animals are getting medical care.
4: And if they don't, it makes the news. I mean, oh, the, 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 I'm telling the, you. The state shares the roles that as the helicopter parent uh, if yes. need be. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And, you know, and we don't really have a problem with rabies and that type of thing in, right. in town. And, you know, so there really just wasn't a reason for it. And oh. so we were like, yeah, there's really no reason for it. So yeah, it's gone. I've had gone. pets
4: for decades and I don't recall ever even thinking about getting a license for Most any of them. Most people don't. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure you had someone whose part-time job it was in Burnsville to to figure out how to deal with pet licensing.
5: Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a, you know, one of the duties of, of our staff was to, <laughs> wow. was to, you know, get the shot record and, you know, give them the license and fill out the paperwork. And the pay- wow. person paid, I think it was like 25 bucks or something. And, I... you know, yeah. So it, it was just silly. So we're getting rid of silly things in Burnsville.
4: Did, did someone... Get up in session at the city council and say, "Wait, we need to keep this. Here's why." And and, and no. mount an impassioned. No, they didn't.
5: No, I. You know, oh. during the discussion, um, you know, our our city council and our staff and our mayor all had the discussion of, do we need this? What are the benefits? And we couldn't come up with any benefits. Wow. So. <laughs> Now, this At is that a, point, you get rid of it.
4: This is a couple things. I, by the way, anything. What, what else? I mean, you freed the pets. What's yes. the next item on the agenda here?
5: So like I said, uh, we're going to be doing a lot of things with business development right. because what we want to do in Burnsville and the direction that we're trying to go is we're trying to be very future-focused. Right. And so we want to be more open and we think the future has to do with freedom and openness, and everything being able to be very individualized, rather than um, pushing top-down solutions, conformity, that type of thing.
4: Now, uh, and this is this is an interesting concept right there. And I want to I want to sp- uh, spin on this one for a little bit here. Uh, you, you believe you, you believe the future is more free rather than less free, and Absolutely. and making Burnsville a freer place will yeah. set it up better for the future. And I like the idea. I really do. In fact, I, I, I sincerely hope you're right. I also see. That there is to that yin, there is a yang out there, and that is the the rather gathering uh, forces of of, of the d- the diminution of freedom out there. Not right. just, I mean, you can talk about the the wave of young socialists that are coming up through the mm-hmm. system, uh, and socialism is pretty much the definition of less freedom. Uh, you you look at uh, the school system, the the mm-hmm. academy. I mean, any university out there. Not only are they pushing less freedom down onto on people, but people are starting. It seemed to me. The the somewhat jaundiced observer to be accepting it in in wholesale lots. You are standing astride that and yelling stop. If you'd like, I'm not going to make you <laughs> stop as an agent of government. But on the other hand, uh, you, you, that that is kind of the opposite of where you're at. How, you you see how do you see freedom beating its opposite that seems to be breaking out all over the place.
5: Because the direction that we're headed is is uh, much more technology-focused. And I do think a lot of the technologies that are coming out are going to be extremely disruptive, but disruptive in a good way. Uh, you know, we have, yes, we have self-driving cars coming on the horizon. Um, we also have how homes and businesses will be built. That is another disruptive technology that's coming out. We have different types of disruptive technology and healthcare care, really every aspect of how we're going to live is going to be radically different soon. And cities that prepare for that and prepare for all of these options and individualization and the freedom to allow this to take place, those are the cities that are going to grow and thrive. Cities that try to do top-down and really crush down and manage it Those are gonna be the cities that don't and I can tell you Burnsville is gonna thrive and we are thriving So if you're looking to develop if you're looking for a place to live We're kicking. It's pretty awesome there.
4: So let's let's talk about you say Burnsville is thriving and It seems yeah. to be I mean, I'm seeing businesses popping I've been oh, seeing yeah. more jobs in my particular field in Burnsville Which you yes. never saw before uh, So do you have any? Objective comparisons of say Burnsville versus I don't know the People's Republic of Savage <laughs> or or the Stasi ridden uh, hellscape of Egan. I mean, what the oh, actually I'm not that far off. But no, <laughs> uh, what, what what are you seeing in terms of objective measures of Burns, uh, Burnsville's vitality since you've embraced freedom?
5: Right. So what Burnsville is doing is different from those cities and how they're growing. They still have green spaces, okay. right? So that's what they're leveraging, and that's. Really, what they have to leverage, you know, there, you know, other cities' messages are, hey, it may not be awesome here for business, but we got an open piece of property, yeah. and that's not something that we can do because we don't have, you know, just those big greenfield areas to be developed. So we had to think, what are our advantages? Um, Not just our location, which is fantastic, but what are our advantages? And our advantages are, yeah, we're ready for that revitalization. And we have a council and a staff that is ready to say when people come in and they have a crazy plan, we don't say no. We say, you know what, let's work on this together. Let's do this.
4: OK. I, and, and so far, so good, apparently. So so, yeah. and apparently you've, you've got Libertarian Company on the city council. Now, don't I you do. Know? Yes. So something somebody must be smelling what you're cooking here.
5: They are. You know, pe- people people want solutions to the challenges they face. And if your team is not winning the messaging battle, it's because you're not speaking to their problem, their challenge, their pain point. So for anyone out there who is looking to win the hearts and minds, find out what that pain point is and address it. It doesn't have to be a government solution, but address it.
4: Now, I... As I sit here thinking, and of course I had some, uh, representatives from the group in St. Paul that is trying to drive some electoral response to the mm-hmm. Tony Soprano style trash collection system we have. Right. I used to call it Cube, Cuban. It's really a lot more to do with the mafia, basically it, 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 spreading out the turf amongst the the five families of trash. Mm-hmm. I guess it's 11, but, uh, oh, 10 as of this past week. Uh, someone finally sold out, but, uh, but yeah, and, and it's left me wondering if, Every single person with a remotely libertarian bent other than myself mm-hmm. and my across-the-alley neighbor uh, hasn't moved out of St. Paul because none, notwithstanding the fact that, that all of these changes that are happening are, are – I mean, the tax base shrinking, but the tax is rising, uh, bureaucracy growing as everything else shrinks, and then they're taking over the trash system. And they're mm-hmm. making angling, by the way. They're angling to take over alley plowing, which will need you know, more city employees. Right, but a drastic uh, diminution of service. Uh, I just want how you how how would one take the example of a Burnsville, and I'm just wondering this out loud, and apply it to a place like the godforsaken hellscapes of Minneapolis and Saint Paul, where there's so much that needs to be done, and so much freedom has been has been slashed and burned over the decades. Maybe an unanswerable question, but.
5: Well, you know, it's it's all about uh, voluntary, mutually beneficial relationships. So if you are living in a place where there is not a mutually beneficial relationship between you and your city government, perhaps you need to break up. So, I mean, there's great cities. There's Crystal. Yeah, They have libertarians on there. True. We have Plymouth. We have St. Bonifacius. The mayor is a libertarian. Um, of course, please come to Burnsville. So if you are looking for places to live more freely... Look, yeah. for, look for those relationships and move there okay
4: all right uh it, it 's certainly an option let me tell you uh, if we, we can only get more attraction uh, at the state level, and we 'll need to talk about that as well because there 's some sure. stuff going on at the state level that oh, uh, yeah. has is has me much uh, uh, discouraged, not discouraged, but a little bit uh i mean obvious ones like the the d f l move to uh, punish law abiding gun owners, which I talk about all the time on the show. We don't need to drag you into that one here. But, uh, the, the two that have, have aroused my ire, and we were coming up on a break, so we won't get sure. into it just yet. But, uh, the, the, uh, distracted driving bill. Right. Which I think basically, I, I mean, God love Dave Osmek. He's a good friend of mine. He's on the right side of almost every issue. He's been a friend of this broadcast mm-hmm. since literally the beginning. I think he's wrong on this one. Dave, if you're listening, we can talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not wrong in a malicious way. I know what's going on, but on the other hand, I think it's it just creates a big brotherism in, in uh, behind the wheel that, that, that I don't like. And then we talked before uh, off the air right. about the opioid bill, which is serious business and is it a is. huge problem. Let's. Uh, discuss that. Uh, if people want to find out more, by the way, about the Libertarian Party of Minnesota, uh, Kara Schultz, what's the website? Where can I okay, go? Okay,
5: so go to lpmn.org. Mm-hmm. And we also have our state convention coming up, and that'll be in Maple Grove, and that is April 27th. And it's actually a fun convention, not a crappy convention. So there you go.
4: Uh, well, well you've, you've, gotten, you've gotten that going on. I remember the last one I went to was kind of I don't want to go into it. Well, the, the past is the past. We're talking with Kara Schultz. Questions, comments, 651 289 4488. Join us. We'll be right back. Yeah. I-
3: Relief Factor is made from high quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800 That's 800 This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com.
0: Are you a member of our rewards program?
3: Yeah, Ugh. I had the
1: card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for a rewards card you can't seem to find. At AM1280 The Patriot, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Freedom Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com.
6: 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646.
0: Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer
1: Service.
9: Randy from Arby's here. You know, we give your computer problems the boot, but did you know we service business, office, computers, and servers at your location? Arby's can also set up business networks and firewalls to protect your equipment at your business. We'll even move data and accounts for you. We'll focus on the technology so you can concentrate on your business.
1: Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service.
4: AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 289 4488. Should you care to join me? And Kara Schultz, our guest this hour. Libertarian Parties of Minnesota, United States, Burnsville, Burnsville City Council, etc., etc. You're racking up titles like an East German Commissar, ironically enough, here. I know. Here. <laughs> Anyway, hey, by the way, a couple of things to announce for starters. Ironically enough, or appositely enough, the Freedom Fan Club uh, happening right now at at am12athepatriot.com. All the perks of rewards card, none of the hassle. The uh, AM12A The Patriot Fan Club. Go to the website am 12 athepatriotcom Click on Fan Club uh, for presale access to tickets, exclusive content, prices, and so much more. Uh, so uh, sign up, find all the benefits, enjoy it. You'll also get uh, price breaks and some of the cool books of the month. We have more on that later. Also, don't forget my band Elephant in the Room tonight at the uh, Eagles in Stillwater. We had a great light, uh, great night last night. We're gonna have a better night tonight. I have a hunch. Why? Uh, because I want to have a better night tonight, so uh, perception will be reality. It's going to be better one way or the other. Anyway, it was a great night. We're going to do another one. Hope you can make it out there. It's on Highway Thirty Six, uh, just uh, at Greeley Avenue. It used to be a. It's the building that looks like it used to be a Famous Dave's because it used to be a Famous Dave's. <laughs> <There you laughs> we, go. we want me to say we're talking with Kara Schultz. And uh, we've been talking about Burnsville politics, freedom expanding in Burnsville, good thing. Yes. Uh, and, and kudos to, and, and of course, it's not been entirely Li- a Libertarian Party thing. No. You've clearly dragged a whole lot of city council people along with you, which is really yeah. the goal.
5: Yeah, we have a, we have a, a, you know, a really good council right now, and everyone's on the same page on these types of things. And so, you know, that's really good when you can, you can move forward and staff is excited and into it. And yeah, I mean, there is a ton of energy on this. So yeah.
4: That, that helps an awful lot. Now, uh, perhaps in, in, contact uh contrast to that we have what's going on at the minnesota state Capitol now right. i threw a little barb at senator osmeck long time uh fan a uh, long time friend of the broadcast mm-hmm. since since day one uh and i disagree with him on the distracted driving bill there are already laws about distracted driving there's also a certain common sense imperative uh not to do it and i think there are already laws for it So we can discuss senator osmeck we can discuss it anytime you want uh, one that's considerably uh more directly impactful on a whole lot of people's lives is the ongoing uh, opi- uh opioid uh, bill. You, yes. you, you described it earlier. Uh, describe you. that's what we're talking about here.
5: right. So this bill and its uh Senate bill seven fifty one and its house bill four hundred, um it, each the house and the Senate voted to approve, and it's right now. In conference to to reconcile the two versions of the bill, what the bill does um, it number one um, raises the cost of prescription medication in Minnesota by twenty million. Wow. Um, proponents of the bill say, "Oh well, we're just going to charge pharma that. Don't worry, they won't pass the cost on." No, I don't. I don't know <laughs> what land of unicorns and rainbows they live in, but like if if a cost increases, that gets passed down. Uh, the other thing that it does is it interferes in the doctor-patient relationship. For for treating pain, doctors now can't use their best judgment. They have to go by what the House and Senate say, which is you can only prescribe up to seven days' worth of pain medication, um, and that's for acute pain categories. So that's major trauma and major surgery. So have a limb cut off, seven days. Hope you feel fine after that abdominal surgery, um, orthopedic, have your knee rebuilt, seven days. Wow. And this goes against um, the studies that have come out on what is the uh, the um, optimum time to do pain medications for a recovery period. So it goes directly against that. Now, they do say there's a section of the bill that says, and of course, the doctor can use their best judgment. Uh-huh. And there actually is a section in there that says that.
4: I smell a But coming.
5: There's a big but. Okay. There's a reporting mechanism in this bill as well. So when a doctor prescribes over that amount, they are flagged in the system, and they get a nasty gram letter from the state saying... (sighs) You have prescribed over this limit. Now the DEA can also get this information, and the DEA is going after doctors and cracking down on them across the country. The
4: equivalent of an IRS audit in the medical terms, right?
5: It is. It is. So doctors are not going to do that because when the DEA investigates them, they do civil asset forfeiture, they take all the patient records, they perp walk them in public, they shut them down, they can't prescribe medications while the investigation is ongoing. It... Ends their career. Right. The patients have to petition to get a copy of their records so that they can get a new doctor. Wow. The other thing that it does, because those things aren't aren't interfering enough in your health care. Oh,
4: wait, there's more?
5: <laughs> but wait, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> oh, no. uh, to get your pain medication, um, when you go to pick that up, you need to present a valid state-issued photo ID.
4: Doesn't seem... A lot of
5: our seniors... They don't have that anymore. It might have lapsed. Oh if you have um, an ongoing pain situation or ongoing health situation, that might have lapsed. You haven't been out to update your ID and get your photo taken and all that kind of uh, stuff.
4: Wrestling with minlars Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: You, haven't, you haven't done that. Um, and yes, someone else can pick up your pain medications. However, pharmacists, because of federal regulations now, can refuse to hand them over. And they are. CVS in particular oh, wow. is being horrendous about refusing to fill any type of pain medication prescriptions.
4: And the idea that a political body is meddling in uh, in medicine in particular. Yes. I mean, medicine is incalculably complex. People go to school for, uh, for 12 to 20 years right. to learn how to, to treat people. And we're going to have... Uh, what a, a public school teacher who got elected to the legislature from from some godforsaken hellhole suburb, uh, telling doctors how to treat people who've had uh, abdominal surgery in particular. We'll yes. come back to that moment here. I mean, yeah, highly a member of my family mm-hmm. had some fairly intrusive abdominal surgery in recent weeks here, and holy moly, there is pain involved, and and has this
5: six month recovery period. Yeah,
4: and yeah. and yeah, and and the idea that that Ron Latz or whomever, is going to be standing over the doctor's shoulder telling them what they really need to know and do uh, as, as they try to treat this is just, an, an, it angers me to hear, frankly. Right. <laughs>
5: you know, in talking with an orthopedic specialist, they were talking about there's a golden window of a minimum of two weeks, but up to two months after they um, work on a knee. Right. And during that time, they want them fairly heavily medicated because they need to do some aggressive physical therapy during that time. If they're able to do that, they'll have a good outcome from the surgery. If they're not able to do that, they will not. And that's what it comes down to. So if the doctor feels that they are restricted, and believe me, doctors do feel they are restricted to seven days, we're going to have poor outcomes.
4: So who's behind this and what can people actually do to try and influence Uh, some sanity in the state legislature on this issue?
5: So they have moved this bill through faster than any bill I can honestly remember. Oh, really? Um, They have slammed it through. So it is in conference right now. Um, They passed it on Tuesday, and they went into conference on Thursday night to reconcile the bills. That's how quickly they moved on it. Wow. So the chairs are Representative Liz Olson and Senator Julie Rosen, um, and then the House conferences are, of course, Rosen, Baker, and Halverson. And in the Senate, it's Rosen, um, Draheim, and Eaton who are working on reconciling this bill. The only hope that we have is that while they are reconciling the two versions of the bill, some of the worst aspects can be taken out. However, the persons who are working on the bill, I, th- I think they're, um, they like what's in the bill.
4: Really? And, 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 okay, we, we can talk. I think the, the why is fairly obvious It's an emotional response to a, to a problem. I, quite, yes. I mean, opiate addiction is a problem. Absolutely. Uh, but they are casting a very wide net in pursuit of that, and that net is snaring an awful lot of people who generally do need, Uh, need pain relief in a a serious way, not just just ibuprofen
9: here.
5: Yeah, this is being cast as a prescription drug problem. When a person is under the care of their doctor and they've been screened for prior addictions, there is a less than 1% addiction rate to prescription drug medication, less than 1%. The overdoses that they're talking about that they talk about as opioid overdoses is heroin and fentanyl. Right. That's what it is. It is not prescription drugs. We know most addicts, 90% of addicts become addicted in their teens and early, early adulthood right. to alcohol. Right. Then they move on to other drugs, perhaps. But that's where the addiction starts, and it starts with alcohol. This is not a pain medication problem. Right. But pharma has deep pockets, and doctors are easy targets.
4: Wow. So I want to get to the phones here. We have, we have a call on them, but first of all, uh, fights against this sort of thing don't happen as a pickup game. Are there people who are fighting against this, and how can people who are concerned about this find out more?
5: Uh, you know, we do have um, some legislators who are um, – a lot more on board with understanding the harm that this is causing to um, cancer patients, pain patients, and that type of thing. Uh, Jeremy Munson is one of them that right. has been a strong champion for this. And what we're hoping is, um, yes, this is probably just going to go through, and, and yeah, the governor's going to sign it. Oof. And what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to come back, and we're going to have to have bills sponsored to undo the harm that they're creating. And it oh. is harm. We're already seeing oh, yeah. harm from the CDC guidelines, which were supposed to be voluntary, and now our Minnesota legislature is making them into law at the same time that the American Medical Association put out a resolution saying, please, states, don't do this. You are hurting and killing people.
4: Wow. The, uh, the, the, uh, both sides have made a fair amount of hay about the number of doctors who were elected to the legislature this uh, the current right. session here. Uh, any, any count on how they stand on this bill?
5: You know, I think a lot of the doctors are very concerned about helping people who are addicts. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that, too. People with addiction deserve help. They're not garbage to be thrown away. Um, And they see this bill as a way to help them because they get that $20 million and they can put it towards social services to try to assist them.
4: Let's go to the phones real quick. I'll push the break a little bit here. Let's go to Bloomington. Jim, keep your question as brief as possible. we got a break coming up here, but you're on the air with Kara Schultz.
0: Hi, good afternoon. Just wanted to ask if she knew about the uh, proposed expansion of the landfill in the Minnesota River Valley.
4: Uh, brief answer there, uh, Kara Schultz. Thank you very much, Jim.
5: Yes, I do. Uh, mainly that situation deals with we have an unlined uh, landfill that is on top of one of our aquifers. And once our mining operations, we have a, a miner operation in Burnsville, once they stop, the water will no longer be pumped in and the water table will rise and go into that landfill and poison our aquifer. So, yes, we are looking at ways to remediate that situation. You bet
4: launching the landfill over into Savage. I'm thinking with a huge catapult. No, that's not. That's not fair. Let's take a break. Uh, completely off the record. No one will ever hear that. Uh, we're talking with Kara Schultz. Uh, one more segment. I think we can do that right here. Yep. Excellent. Uh, we're talking with Kara Schultz uh, from the Burnsville City Council. Questions or comments? 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
1: AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952. 5442837 that's 9525442837 or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today
5: registered representative of and independent of questar capital corporation member finra sipc advisory services offered through questar asset management
3: what are you working for it's about more than what you do it's about achieving something greater for yourself and for others so adp is enabling people to work better and embrace new challenges to work anywhere and everywhere and
5: helping everyone reach their full potential. At ADP, we're designing a better way to work so you can achieve what you're working for. HR, talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people. Learn more at design.adp.com.
8: Step into Chet's Shoes
0: this season for a variety of men's and women's work and recreational footwear.
3: Our store features safety toes and regular toes, as well as keen hiking boots and New Balance walking and running shoes.
5: Think steel toe boots are too heavy?
3: Check out our lightweight safety toe footwear.
5: Don't let spring showers get in the way of work or play this season.
3: Make sure your feet are protected with durable waterproof boots.
5: Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and shop Chetshoes.com.
3: If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's.
0: perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the
7: code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 472 1494 That's 800-472-1494. AM hey, 1280,
4: The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Remember to call if you have questions for me, for Kara Schultz. Burnsville City Councilwoman, eminence in the Libertarian Party of from local through state through national levels. And uh, I think it's probably fair to say in a matter of public record that you're also, uh, so far, a cancer survivor. I was one day yes. at a time, but uh, you've had good news since we last spoke.
5: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I am currently in remission, which is fantastic. Yes. Because. Um. Yeah. Right. The same month that I was sworn in to Burnsville City Council, I found out that my cancer had come back and spread, and I was now stage four, and my prognosis was extremely poor at that point. So,
4: and yet, here you are.
5: But yeah, I, you know the honorary ones never die, right? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was,
4: thought it was the drunks who never die, but and I, I, I don't know anything about that.
5: Okay, I've, that too. Okay, well <laughs> no, there you whatever. go. You
4: get the double header here, anyway. So hey, last time we spoke, you, you yes. uh, we, we, we took a, an impromptu detour from the normal uh, yes. commercial talk radio fair uh, to, to to do something uh, that we have never. I, I got to say, in my almost forty-year radio career, off and on, largely off. Uh, so mm-hmm. I've never done before. You, we we right. took an impromptu tour into colon health. Yes, and it was an, an enlightening. Uh, segment. We don't have quite as much time for it this time, but you—you uh, you did, in fact. Uh inform myself and an awful lot of people uh, about about the need to to take the idea seriously and absolutely absolutely and and got a lot of feedback more more than i normally get uh, one
5: one in 20 of your listeners right now either has it or will have colon cancer
4: yeah and i finally got the first colonoscopy of my life i was Mm -hmm. way overdue for a checkup of any kind about this time Mm -hmm. last year and i finally okay opportunity met Need uh, it was actually almost a year ago next week that I finally did that and uh, and you were right about a couple things first of all fentanyl properly prescribed by a an anesthesiologist yep best thing ever right. <laughs> oh man yeah. I, I you you warned me now you did not warn me. <laughs> About the ravages of air in the intestine. And 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 I was and, and the doctor said, oh, by the way, yeah, ask for carbon dioxide next time.
5: Right. Great timing, doc! Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, note to everyone. That's <laughs> yes, right. When you're getting the colonoscopy, yes, ask for the carbon dioxide rather than air.
4: I have only rarely experienced pain like that in my life. Yeah. Uh, so that was the only... Even the whole prep part that you warned me about last time, actually, I. I,
5: It's (laughs) really not that bad. Without
4: going into too much detail, I had just started the keto diet a month before.
5: Oh, well, yeah.
4: And getting to reboot the system was a blessing in so many ways,
1: let's just say.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and the. The prep really, most of the time, is, is the worst part, and it really isn't that bad. I mean, yeah. just, you know, get a good book or, you know, bring oh, your yeah. bring your Netflix in the bathroom, get comfortable, it, and, it, you know. Exactly, and
4: I, and it worked all just fine. And uh, it was probably a good thing that I'd been sedated so heavily with the fentanyl
8: right? Uh,
4: because when I came out, the doctor told me they had found six polyps, including yeah. two of the nasty ones that you, you want to avoid. Yes. And they'd gotten rid of them all, and that's all good, but I'm on the three-year yeah. rotation for checkups, which is yeah, good to know. Right. Uh, it's the time you want to catch them so
7: uh... it
5: is you know and when you catch colon cancer early it's it's a 90% cure rate. Right. So you know it is very curable caught early but most of the time once you feel symptoms, right you are late stage. Right. So, yes, get a colonoscopy. And now there's. they used to say 50 is when you want to get it. Now they say 45. When right. you are 45, that's when you want to have your first colonoscopy. And just like what happened with you, if they do find something, most of the time they just nip it off while they're there. And, I mean, really, that's it. Right. You know, you don't really have to do anything further. Just see them again in three years.
4: Yep. And 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 like I said, it's, 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 it's like most people – the thought of, of doctors rummaging around up up there right. uh, seems incredibly distasteful and potentially incredibly painful. I could not right. possibly overemphasize how incredibly pleasant the actual <laughs> procedure yeah. was. I mean, it was the strangest thing. I've never had surgery. Uh, I had surgery one time, you know, outpatient, uh, yeah. sedated surgery on my finger. Uh, this is the first time I'd ever been under completely. And it was like, okay, Mr. Berg, we're going to count down from 10 here. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm just, okay, five, four, three. So, how are you feeling, Mr. Berg? We're done. So, wow, literally like that. Like yeah, somebody cut re- the film too tight. Yeah,
5: you really, you really don't know that it happens. Yeah. You know, I, and they just, they take care of everything. I'm, the centers that do it are wonderful. Yeah. But, you know, if people are wondering about, you know, like the pain and discomfort and all that kind of stuff, well, I mean, they, they could go through seven surgeries like I did where you're split open from your sternum to like your private parts and, <laughs> Have everything rummaged around repeatedly, um, and have hospital stays of multiple weeks often. Um, go through chemotherapy. Uh, yeah, you might might want to consider what's worse. Oh yeah, no, it's it's it's
4: it's a it's a cast iron dunk right there. No, d- definitely. Even even with the air. Yeah. I remember sitting there doubled over, thinking, "Well, you know, this has <laughs> got to be better than." And and, and yeah. by the way, they never unless you study a lot of uh trauma injuries or military history especially from the pre-medical era you don't know how many nerve endings there are in the human abdomen until yeah. you till you have even a minor uh trauma like air in your colon yeah. uh pop up i cannot imagine uh what it must uh, you know the need for opioids that comes up uh, properly prescribed when you right. actually have serious surgery holy cats i can see why you're so exercised about this stupid opioid bill
5: very very much so you know, Absolutely. and I, I am hearing from cancer patients here in Minnesota that their doctors have already told them when this bill passes, they are cutting them off of their pain medication.
4: Wow that because just...
5: they can't they can't risk it.
4: Wow. And that's, that's, that's something that needs to be fought at the barricades. Uh this is. This, is, this is amazing. Anyway, so anyway, I, I was glad we had that time to talk about it last time. I'm glad yes. we had the time to talk about this time. Any last-minute advice here for the, the listening audience in the moments we have remaining here?
5: Absolutely. You know, if you do have any symptoms, if you have a change in your poop habits, if you have blood, if you have unexplained weight loss of more than 10 pounds, find out what's up your butt.
4: As it were, absolutely. <laughs> and if you can't explain all that, more power to you. But some of those things are not normal and, and they're worth checking out. And, and e- even more so worth checking out before they happen. I, I'm, I'm here to testify. I, even though I was about a 1.4% chance of anything becoming malignant, even with what they did find, that's 1.4% t- that I'm glad to have uh, put behind me, as it were. Absolutely. Uh, Kara Schultz, always a pleasure in, in, uh, on, on multiple levels. Thank you very much for coming in here today. Let's do it again another couple years when you have some more freedom to announce in Burnsville. Thanks for tuning in. See you at the Eagles tonight if you're so inclined out in Stillwater with my band Elephant in the Room. Go nowhere. See you next week. God bless you all. God bless America.
2: Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundmsp.com surround msp.com connecting you with new customers
9: first mortgages impact mortgage group dba cash call mortgage 19500 jamboree road irvine california 92612 and mls 128231 equal housing lender not licensed in all states including new york call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions okay here's the deal you're a freelancer a hired hand a self-made self-owned business of one whether you're a contractor creative director or consultant you're the boss and that makes things easy Unless, of course, you're trying to get a mortgage. When it comes to qualifying for a cash-out refi, gig economy workers come with more obstacles, more complexities, and more stress, right? Wrong. Dial 800-815-0745, and one of our cash-out mortgage specialists will help you qualify for the lowest interest loan possible, regardless of your source of income. It's the easiest call you'll make all day. Dial 800-815-0745. That's 800-815-0745. Make the cash call today. That's 800-815-0745.
5: What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular, they're extra important too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
6: Did you know that 81% of Americans have at least one social media profile on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? 30% of consumers say they may not buy from a business without social media presence. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for local businesses. Salem Surround can put your company in the middle of the conversation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406.